Greetings and yawashkena gaguego. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is the Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some of the incredible music from different indigenous artists from across Turtle Island. For the next hour, I invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the music. Today on Gaino, we take a trip up to the far north of the Turtle Island landscape with the Silver Wolf Band, who is comprised of members of the Inuit, Inu, and Mi'kmaq nations. Their folk pop stylings pay homage to the mountains of the musical landscape, as singer-guitarist Jamie Jackman so eloquently stated. I have a few tracks from their latest album, Storms and Prayers, coming your way. In fact, first up is Storms, today on Gyno. If I don't see you in my dreams tonight, I'll see you in the morning With a cup of tea in the radio telling sailors to take warning But storms will pass before my Ooh. 
I have the great good fortune of being joined on the line with guitarist and vocalist for the band and principal songwriter Jamie Jackman. How are you doing today, Jamie? Hey, Brett. I'm doing really well, man. It's really great to be here. Thanks so much for the invitation to be on the show. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, chatting with you a bit. I appreciate you accepting the invitation. And full disclosure, i got to put this out there right away. This is the first time um, that I've ever had to schedule a show that was in a time zone ahead of where we're at um, in, in New York right here. Of course, we're on the eastern time zone. And I think typically people in the U.S. think that's as far as you can go with time zones. However, you are in the Atlantic time zone. We're talking an hour earlier from my perspective. So I was wondering if you could do me. And hopefully, I, I want to add very quickly, hopefully this is the last time I talked to somebody from Labrador, uh, but I was wondering if you could do me and people out there a little favor and tell us about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. And you're, you're absolutely right. Most people think that as far as you can go east in Canada is, is Halifax. So, you know, you're not alone there. Um, so, yeah, you, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's a big country and uh, there's more to it than meets the eye, I think. But, uh, yeah, my name is Jamie Jackman. I'm, I'm the singer-songwriter, essentially, for Silver Wolf Band, and we're a folk rock band right out of Happy Valley Goose Bay, Labrador, which is located on the most ne- northeastern kind of uh, part of the continent, essentially. Our closest neighbor to the east would be Greenland, just to kind of give you a <laughs> sense of where we're situated. But, yeah, we write music about where we're from. A lot of the inspiration that we take is from the people and the place uh, we call home, Labrador. A lot of people call it the big land. So interesting place, very uh, geographically and culturally distinct from a lot of the rest of our country. Sure. Tell me a little bit about your upbringing. I mean, I looked at pictures of Labrador. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and absolutely. It's uh, When growing up here, it's funny you ask that, actually, because growing up here, just like in any band, always thought it was like we got to get out of here we got to go to halifax we got to go to toronto or somewhere if we're going to make it you know and we wanted to do that so bad but then uh, later on we kind of all eventually moved back home and then we started playing together again and realized you know what being from labrador might be one of the coolest things about our band (laughs) sure it really makes the band uh, what it is too yeah that's right absolutely and i mean we're three of us like you said are inuit we're, in, we're from the Nunatsiwut region, event, uh, which is the northern region of Labrador, and it's, uh, it's uh, self-governed by the Labrador Inuit. Mm. And uh, our friend Matthew Barrett, who's in the band, is actually Mi'kmaq, and he's from uh, the island portion of our province, uh, the place called Newfoundland. But, uh, yeah, we live in a very geographically distinct place. It's very rugged. It's probably one of the last places in North America that probably has a lot of uh, areas that no person has probably stepped on you know it's it's a big place and it's it's really beautiful but it's cold um a lot of snow but there's something about that that kind of really shaped the character of labradorians and the indigenous people who live here who are the inuit and the inuit two very distinct uh, groups there um but you know we're we we're people that have survived in some of the harshest climates on the planet for you know since the beginning of time and uh, all of our culture and everything in our way of life that's it's been shaped by that mm. and uh when you're here you know you can kind of see it you know like every every day uh, i think about my grandparents and their parents and stuff every day is kind of shaped by this uh instinct or this necessity to have to kind of survive and and sure. uh, fight these elements and whatnot one of the really cool things is it's very musical place as well and you know even though so whenever people did find time to get together, it was always music. So I like to think that that's probably how we ended up uh, being so musical. Uh, do you come from a musical family as well? 
Um, yes, actually. I, I, you know, my, my father is from Newfoundland. My mother is from Hopedale, which is in the Nazi wood. And uh, I always wondered where I got my music from because my dad could play uh, a little bit, but never really showed me too much or anything like that. And But then when I would read uh, historical accounts, basically from the missionaries who came here, and they were talking about my grandparents, my great-grandparents, and they said whenever you would come into their home, there would always be music playing. And they, at oh. that point, they had been introduced to Western uh, and European kind of instruments, and sure. they said that the old homestead where my family is from, actually, their house was really famous for having this really big uh, pump organ in the living room, and it was really cool to hear them talk about that. Like, oh, yes, whenever you go into Willie Mitchell's house, there's always... You know, the the first thing you remember is this organ and him huh. jamming away on it, you know, and I was like, cool. I was like, I do have music in my family, you know, it's just really neat. So, yeah, I mean, but I never played much. It actually kind of took me up until grade six when I met my friend Matthew Barrett, who's also in the band. He's been friends since I was 12 years old, you know, and he was a very musical person, and he, he kind of showed me, and I thought that was cool, and it just kind of became a part of my identity as a musician around here, and mm. I kept growing with him. So, I mean, even though my brother is in the band, my biological brother, Matthew is kind of like my uh, adopted brother, or our adopted brother, I should say. So, but kind of like a band of brothers, in a sense. It's really nice. Oh, that's incredible, Jamie. And Well, even in just the little bit that I've gotten to know you and dive into your tunes, uh, one of the, well, let me say this. Uh, one of the things that I think is most fun about Indigenous music is uh, the ability to almost be transported to the landscapes. And as we get back into the tunes of uh, Storms and Prayers today, I feel like listeners out there are going to get to uh, take a little adventure up to the north-north. And the song that we're going to get back into for listening today is uh, Get Out of here from Storms and Prayers. I was wondering if you could tell people out there a little bit about this song. <laughs> that was a kind of a fun song that we had written about just feeling like getting out of town, you know? Yeah. Let's just pack things up, and I think it, you, you <laughs> it talked a little bit about the weather in that song. Yeah. Something about all my songs, they center around the seasons, or they center around uh, uh, likening things to uh, different elements in the weather and that sort of thing. But that's just kind of a fun song, uh, talking about want the desire to get out of town and having somebody that you want to get out of town with, mm-hmm. which I think is the important sentiment in the song. Uh-huh. It was kind of cool because it closed off our last album, Storms and Prayers. And uh, my brother is the only one in the band who doesn't sing, and he's really quiet, too. He plays drums. He's just a drummer. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he, he's happy with that, yeah. although we try so hard to get him to sing. Uh, we closed out the album with a big group kind of gang vocal uh, track, which you're about to hear and get out of here. And my brother's voice is on there, oh. doubled probably four times because it probably sounds like there's about 50 people <laughs> <laughs> in the track, well, but it's just the four of us. <laughs> you got to let them know that even Ringo sings a couple songs on the albums. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, <laughs> it's a good tip. <laughs> well, you know what? It reminds me of the good old days when we could just hop in the car and and get out of town for a little bit. So uh, I have some great tunes coming out for listeners in this block. Uh, one from Eastern Owl. In fact, uh, the song The Drum is a recommendation from Jamie. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about that. I also have some Ansley Simpson coming in this first block from her Breakwall album. But coming at you right now, you're invited to turn it up and sing along with Get Out of Here from the Silver Wolf Band today on Gyno. <laughs> Thank you. 
It's hard to feel summertime when the rain won't stop and the sun won't shine. Take your heart off your sleeve and stuff it in your shoes. We both know we ain't got any time to lose. Let's get out of here. 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 Get out of here Mostly healed, but when rain hits metal, 
All I can taste is past, and my body starts to brace. But when Jimmy hits the gas, and if you need me, I'm on the second floor, bending willows into wings, bunching feathers from yet another failed attempt till the security guard tells me to leave. Wanted to move this way. It was beyond the groove. This way. It was beyond words that I could ever find or say. But it was pulling me in. Then possessed he held out his hand and invited me. To join in the dance, I gave a sigh and I took a chance on what was pulling me in. Drum. 
on their track, The Drum, uh, one of Jamie's recommendations today. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gino. I am joined on the line with Jamie Jackman, uh, the singer-songwriter for the Silver Wolf Band. We're listening to tracks from their Storms and Prayers. I also have one from their sophomore release, Pocket Filled with Rocks, uh, but we have a great conversation still ahead of us, and I thought we'd dive right back in. The music is always a great thing to bond and form friendships over, and you were so kind to uh, share this particular track with me. I was not familiar with Eastern Owl. How did you become familiar with their music well it's actually kind of funny um eastern owl uh are another uh, group within our province but they they are based in st john's which is the capital city of our province mm. which i guess would be the equivalent of a state uh in your country mm-hmm. um and uh they're a group of uh, Mi'kmaq women a totally female group uh, and they do a lot of traditional drumming and chanting and but but every now and then They'll mix in a beautiful song like the drum. still has elements of the traditional uh, singing in it. But uh, we got to know them through uh, just uh, meeting them at different conferences, and we go to St. John's and, uh, and hang out with them. I know that one of the members, Joanna Barker, who's a singer on this track, actually, she went to school with Matthew back in you know, the 2000s when they were going to school in Nova Scotia together mm. uh, to university. And they met there, but she was a musician. She moved back, and we kind of passed kind of cross every now and then. And, in fact, they kind of know the St. John's. We're pretty distant from St. John's here in Labrador, but they're still kind of the cultural and musical uh, hub of the province. Yeah. Um, so they know the ropes a little bit about there, down there. So whenever we're going there to play a show, we'll ask them to help us, you know, plug some places or, or promote some, help us promote our show. And they'll give us recommendations. In fact, we had the same uh, producer for our albums because they recommended Christian Leslie to us um, because they had worked with him. So they just kind of become our friends, you know, like yeah. our sister band almost. And, you know, we, we, we try to help each other out a lot wherever we can. Um, so, yeah, that's how I heard about Eastern Island. They're really great. Check them out. They got a, real, a lot of great songs on their last album. 
And, uh, yeah, there's definitely something there to enjoy for everyone. I'm excited to add them to the library and, and into the playlist. And uh, I guess a follow-up question on that before talking a little bit more about Storms and Prayers. Um, what kind of indigenous music scene? Is it a pretty thriving scene up in the north-north right now? Yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, we're uh, in Labrador, which is kind of like a subarctic almost uh, region. We're pretty distant from Nunavut, which... Uh, North, more north than us and northwest, I guess you would say. Mm. But in Newfoundland and Labrador, we're really rediscovering that. And our music industry association here, called it's called Music NL. And they, you know, they're, they're doing a lot to promote uh, Indigenous artists now because they realize a lot of them come from remote places that, and they face barriers like high cost of travel, like low exposure uh, mm. uh, potential, and things like... Um, just, uh, you know, not being connected to the big centers. You know, we're far away a lot of the time. And our Music Industry Association has been doing a lot to start to kind of uh, break down those barriers for us. So we're starting to see a lot of uh, musicians come out now, and, you know, they're proudly saying we're an Indigenous band from here, an Indigenous band from here. And they even just introduced, actually, a, a new category for our annual award ceremony that's, you know, Indigenous Artists of the Year. So we're starting to see a lot of that come around. Well, uh, you gave me a sense of, of the atmosphere that uh, these songs are born out of. And, and before we do get back into the tunes, I, I want to talk specifically about Storms and Prayers. Now, this is your third album, uh, the second one in the last five years. Uh, if, if listeners are just now tuning in, uh, Silver Wolf Band released their first album back in 2010, took an eight-year hiatus and uh, did some self-discovery, moved away, moved back, and it seemed like the best move for the band. And looking at the actual track names for this this particular album, uh, you really again get that sense that you're uh, these songs are coming to you straight from the land that you live on. Huh? Absolutely. Actually, one of the interesting angles that we took with this uh, album is that we were, we knew all throughout that we were becoming like the band from Labrador, and everywhere we would go to play, whether it's other other places in Canada or even other places in our province. A lot of what intrigued the audience was our stories about where we were from. Yeah. A lot of people know somebody who was there or want to go there, or, you know, it's just such a unique place that you don't usually hear artists coming out of. Mm -hmm. And uh, so on this album, we're like, you know what? We're going to rediscover our roots and we're going to, you know, we're going to do something special for the people who have been paying attention to us. So what we did was we actually took three songs uh, Land Called Labrador, Woman of Labrador, and uh, Sons of Labrador, okay? And I'll, so you can tell right away that those songs are a lot about where we come from. Yeah, the connection. But they're actually, tradition, yeah, they're actually traditional songs that were written by folk singers from years ago oh. who really didn't get much exposure at all with their songs. But to Labradorians, I like to say they're like the mountains on the musical landscape oh. of this region. And uh, we thought, you know what? This is a great way to pay homage to them, to pay respect and to kind of breathe new life into these songs. So we... We chose the songs and revamped them and made them our own, made them more contemporary. Folk rocked them up a little bit, so to speak, yeah. and uh, put our own twist on it. And uh, we included those three songs on our album. And we were so excited to do so, and it made people so excited to hear our, our album and uh, really, I think, solidified us as, you know, we were saying, yes, we're from this place and we're proud of it and we're going to continue doing this. So basically we have uh, three traditional folk songs. Um, and when I say traditional folk, I mean like a contemporary folk, like from, you know, 30, 40 years ago sure. they were probably written. And uh, But at the same time, there's, the, the exposure just wasn't there and it didn't really reach further than the Labrador region. So 
So we were hoping that, you know, this music, when we breathe new life into it, that it'll have a broader appeal and people will really be turned on to the beauty, the mystery, the majesty of this, this place. So we feel like that's happening. It's really helping us a lot with that and uh, that's kind of the angle we took with this album because all of our songs are basically incorporate uh, elements of where we're from it's either people old homesteads where people would live we would sing about that or you know even if we were singing about love songs or something you know that, that normal stuff that musicians write about we always mm -hmm. tweak it a little bit so that there's a bit of Labrador in there a bit of <laughs> where we're from <laughs> it's been kind of nice well, Jamie, I'm excited to introduce this song to listeners. At this time, turn it up and enjoy the Silver Wolf Band and Woman of Labrador from their Storms and Prayers album today on Gyno. Woman of Labrador Children round your cabin door Wondering Well, he's gone on his trapping line It seems like a long, long time Since he's waved his last farewell And left you alone Woman of Labrador Turn your mind to daily chores Hunting and catching fish just to feed your family. Yeah, and then at night when they're all in bed, you go outside just to raise your head and watch the northern lights go dancing. I
Since he's waved his last farewell and, and left you alone Alone
That's the Jerry Cans in their 2017 single Clouds winding down that block on today's edition of Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, I'm joined with Jamie Jackman on the line. Uh, he's the front man for the Silver Wolf Band. Earlier in the show, he was talking specifically about the Jerry Cans, and of course, this is another recommendation for today's listening. And I guess you guys say that there are some of the OGs up there in, in your neck of the woods, yeah? Yeah, they really are. It's really cool to see a band such as them having such huge success because they're right out of the north they sing in an it a lot of the time and they're they got this kind of folk punk feel to them most yeah. of the songs that's cool now i know the song that you just played uh clouds uh it kind of works a lot more elements into it but it's really cool because it sings in english it sings in Inuktitut, which is the uh the, the language of the inuit people i like it and they're you know they had a lot of success they were actually nominated for a juno award which i guess if you could regionalize the grammys it would be kind of like our Grammy, oh, sure. know, which is pretty sweet. And they came through Labrador one time, and we got to open for them, and we got to meet them, and we got to hang out with them afterwards. It was just it was really cool. So they're a group that we follow very closely and, and look up to a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's just nice to hear them uh, coming out of North and having so much success. Well, thank you again for introducing me to these great songs. It's uh, uh, great to discover music of, of other regions and other peoples, and, and you've been such an excellent tour guide in our conversation today. <laughs> now, as uh, we get into the last portion, uh, we started talking a little bit about COVID-19, uh, but mm -hmm. before the interview, and now while the rest of the world has been, you know, drastically hit i guess and i don't want to downplay any casualties or anything that's happened up in your region but it hasn't quite hit you guys the same yeah yeah well i mean our our neighbors to the west of us the quebec has had a, has had a hard time and there's other regions of canada that have been just uh you know devastated relatively speaking you know we got about a tenth of the population as your country but uh, you know, there's been casualties all over the all over the country, sure. uh, you know, and it's still very much in the thick of it. But our province, Newfoundland and Labrador, has been relatively unscathed. You know, uh, it's been actually unbelievable. And if you were to look it up, we're probably the safest place from COVID-19 in, in all of North America, I would imagine. And uh, but it still affected us a lot. Mm. And actually, in fact, we were up in the COVID and Nazi was uh, on March 13th, and we were supposed to play a show on the 13th and the 14th, a Friday and Saturday show. Mm -hmm. And while we were up there, and this is a community you can only fly into in the wintertime. There's no road there. There's no You can't go on the boat. So you can go snowmobile or you can fly in there on a Twin Otter <laughs> plane. Uh, but anyway, things started shutting down while we were there. And in fact, it was so close that uh, they actually doubled up our show. So they canceled the one on the 14th and made us play two on the 13th. Uh, so we ended up finishing and playing there. And we did get home, thank goodness, before things shut down. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but we actually didn't play another show live for another seven months after that. It's hard to believe, but it was when we released to our hometown, uh, Storms and Prayers, it was in October 23rd, was the next time we played a show. Wow. We were lucky, though, in between there was a lot of like uh, online video conference kind of performances and whatnot. But uh, I tell you, once we started playing again, we hit the road to Newfoundland and we played a tour. I think we played our nine dates or something like that in, in uh, on a tour to promote our album. And uh, we've been itching to get back at it now. And we got a couple of shows coming up in a month, and we're really looking forward to it. We've been busy, honestly. It sounds like a seven-month hiatus is a long time, but we were promoting and doing the artwork and manufacturing of our album during that whole time. So it may have been 
as weird as it is, a little bit of a blessing in disguise for us. I want to follow up real briefly on COVID-19, especially since I live in a region that uh, you're probably well aware. Uh, there is a sizable mm-hmm. portion of the population that feels like it's a hoax. And you know what, Jamie? I have friends all over the world, and absolutely none of them have alluded to other countries you know, taking this lightly, and I'm going to assume that that probably has to have a lot to do with um, Newfoundland and Labrador managing as well as it has. You guys are taking it seriously, yeah? Oh, man, there's no doubt. I honestly think that our province, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that the first case in our province happened right here in my hometown, and there has not been another case since. Like, things shut down immediately. Our, Our government our provincial government was actually a real shining example of uh, of how it should have been dealt with by everybody immediately. They took it very seriously. All the supports that were needed were put in place for people right away. And uh, to this day, you know, there there have only been four deaths in our whole province. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there's only been a little over 300 cases in our province. Now, our province is only about a half a million people. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you take into account that per capita rate it's very very low and you hear people all over the world talking about it and paying attention to where we are you know because our government handled it really well there's just no doubt about that and it's uh it's too bad it took a long time for other places to catch up and in canada but there's places in the world like you mentioned that you know are still denying it sure um but it got to a point where, you know, it's to a point now where it's hard to deny that <laughs> something has to be done. Well, it becomes willful after a certain point as well. So that's why, you know, as I crack the mic here at the radio station, I always feel uh, a sense of responsibility to err to the side of caution. You know, it would be completely reckless to get on there and use the voice in such a a dangerous manner you know what i mean so i appreciate mm-hmm. your insight and hopefully people will continue to listen up or if they haven't yet will start listening up because you know mm-hmm. there are some very simple things that people can do to uh help decrease the ramifications of this pandemic uh, jamie uh, our time has come to an end i can't thank you enough for joining me on the line today and chatting with me you've given me a great sense of of how great it is up in Labrador and as a tour guide I want to thank you so much and it really your songs and, and talking to you make me want to visit that beautiful region so thank you again I can't wait for more tunes from the Silver Wolf Bandit but in the meantime I'm going to keep enjoying Storms and Prayers Absolutely, Brett. Thank you so much. Like It was an absolute pleasure to see New York show up on my cell phone today. Uh, this is great. It just, it's lovely to have make that contact with you. I hope that this isn't the last time we speak, and I really hope that you do come up to Labrador at some point, and if you do, you better let me know you're here, and I'll help, I'll help show you around. Thanks again. Water's too muddy to see through. I fell out of a canoe and I couldn't swim, and somehow you knew. We sat in through rocks at the water all day. I held on to the words you said. I was a lie, and you spoke the truth. Strong words 
are easy to say, but they're harder than blood to wash away, and there is nothing easy about this. The night came on. With its threatening chill, the wind died down and the water got still. And you said, I can't believe it's August. And I could talk to the water all day as it carries my thoughts away. It's totally something you'd say. Strong words. Are easy to say, but they're harder than blood to wash away, and there is nothing easy about this. It's strong words are easy to say, but they're harder than blood to wash away, and there is nothing easy about this.
For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com.
She was a beautiful woman, but he did a lot of ugly things to turn her world around. In his own way, he loved her too, trying to be his own man, conquer the world when he couldn't. She became his last stand. He was cowboys, she was Indians. Some beauty fades and too many ugly seeds. Glows from flush of love turn to flickering hopes. Falling from the clouds when somebody leaves. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.